0: Welcome back to the show everybody it's Dina Kalmetty here and Susan Davis with Jesus 24-7. And today, we're going to continue in our End Times News Report, Week in Review. Welcome back to the show, Susan.
1: Well, thanks, Dina. So glad to be back. Welcome, everybody, back to the show and and anybody who's new, and we welcome you, too. And what we do here, we just want to say, we examine seven days' worth of headlines from around the world that line up with Bible Prophecy. And what we do is we take a look at these headlines and news and we discuss it and we talk about how these are specifically oriented to what Jesus and prophets in the Bible said would be happening in these last days. And how do we know we're in the last days? Well, because we're in the last part of the Bible, which is Revelation. And other books of the Bible oriented to the days when the Lord and other prophets said things would start to happen. And when we see these things begin to happen, we know that we are to look up and that our redemption draweth nigh. And so because we are seeing a lot of these things going on, we know clearly that were in the last days, and it, it, it's even closing in. The Lord's return is coming ever closer each passing week. Now, Dina, I think we have got to really hit the ground running, because honestly, I cannot believe all the news this week. It's just overwhelming.
0: I'm excited to hear about all that you have, Susan.
1: Well, it's a lot. There is a lot going on in the world, and I hate to say it, but I find it very discouraging that a lot of outlets are overlooking some very significant news, and the church overall is ignoring, and many of the Christians don't know what's going on because they just listen to mainstream news. So you're not going to get that tie, that link between what's going on around the world and how it ties in to Bible prophecy. So anyway, well, let's get started. We're going to start out with this article. Dozens evacuate and ten homes are destroyed by a wildfire burning out of control on the edge of Perth, and I'm talking about Australia. There were, wow, 10 homes taken out by fire, and this isn't the first time they've had issues with fire, but it seems like it's happening again and that's most unfortunate for australia all right well in the last program we talked about the organization BRICS, which is b-r-i-c-s it's the anti-nato un organization established to focus on the finances of the world that go against what the united nations and nato are doing And uh, this group was formed by the alliance of Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. But in a strategic pivot, Pakistan has recently submitted its formal application to join the BRICS alliance, aiming to become part of this influential bloc by the year 2024. Now, this move places Pakistan among six nations, and there are others who have recently jumped in, and that would include Saudi Arabia, the UAE, Argentina, Egypt, Iran, and Ethiopia have all been invited to join BRICS and uh, jump into the fray. Now, this is very interesting because it absolutely puts together a coming World War III scenario. And this is so pivotal and so significant, Dina, I don't think that these people are all of a sudden going to sit up and go, oh, no, let's just get along with NATO and let's quit this brick stuff. You know what I'm saying?
0: No, <laughs> no not. I not. This
1: is the real deal. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's not going to move in reverse now. No. Everything that's going on in the world. And if you stay with us through this hour, you're going to find out that this is moving forward and there's no reversing it. There's no going back. In fact, this is exactly like a woman in labor, and that's how the Bible and the Lord describes these last days. It'll be just like a woman in labor, how that works is... You've got these trimesters, and as you get closer to the birth of the child, the labor gets more intense and the labor pains grow closer together. And that's exactly how this whole thing is shaping up. It's so amazing that God had this all foretold, and we're watching it before our eyes, you know. You get up every day and you just go, wow, you know, the Bible is really coming together so quickly. But let's get back to news. And this is interesting. Helsinki has accused Moscow of pushing them deliberately, which Russia denies. And what I'm talking about is a situation at the border with Finland at the Sala checkpoint, which can be described as a humanitarian crisis. The head of Russia's Murmansk region bordering Finland, Andrei Shibis, said about 300 people from more than 10 foreign countries have been waiting, not for hours but days, to cross the border. And he blamed Finland for not letting them in. He also shared a video on social media showing dozens of cars and vans idling on the side of a snow-covered road at night and a group of people in thick winter clothes huddling in what appeared to be a tent. Now, what we're hearing is that these immigrants that are coming in from Russia into Finland are there by design of Russia. They don't have papers. They're being forced into the region. This is just causing a major headache for Finland. And why so? Well, because Finland last April joined NATO. And this has really enraged Russia. Why? Because Russia's already embroiled heavily in this war with Ukraine, which is being supported by the United States. Finland, who's on the border of Russia, is also an ally to NATO now, which is, includes the United States. It looks like they're going to even allow America to have some actual military outposts along the Finn border, and this is enraging Russia. And the Finns, by the way, I wanted to mention, this is significant, because they are actually, uh, have closed all their entrances from Russia into Finland, except for one. I don't know if you'd heard this, Dina.
0: I've heard bits and pieces of this.
1: Yeah, and so this makes for a lot of tension, and it's to continue watching us head Deeper and deeper into World War III, uh, potentially. So, some people say we're already in World War III, and some say we're on the cusp of it. But, whatever you make of it, uh, it's Bible prophecy and it's moving fast now. It is definitely unprecedented what's going on in history. We've seen skirmishes throughout time between countries but never anything quite like this so this is definitely something now look at this headline media in ukraine report a widespread power outage in parts of the moscow region so early in the morning explosions were reported near substations according to the kiev independent in particular the city of Litkarino located about 30 kilometers southeast of russia capital with a population of 55,000 is said to be affected by the complete power outage. So they had massive explosions and a blackout in Moscow. Okay, so now the war is hitting home in Russia soil. This is not going to be good. As we have said, we continue to see reasons that Russia specifically Putin is going to be well let's just put it this way i think it's god that's holding this man back from doing anything at this point what what do you say dina
0: yes yes i think you're right because it's not the timing yet you know god's timing for this to to happen
1: yeah god's providence um for the church this is the time for the church to make their decisions for god and to get ready and god is holding the dam of what is tribulation forming very fast and so the church needs to move quickly and to make their choices and their decision of you know whether they're going to work uh, for god or against him so let's take a look at this headline here this is from MSN, El Nino worsened flooding has Somalia in a state of emergency. Residents of one town are desperate. Now, this is unbelievable. Uh, According to the humanitarian group Save the Children, the flooding has forced an estimated 250,000 people or 90% of the population out of their homes. I mean, is this unbelievable? Somalia's federal government declared a state of emergency after extreme weather uh, exacerbated uh, by El Nino had destroyed homes, roads, and bridges. And as we go through the news, we're going to see more and more evidences of what I am saying is massive amount of homelessness around the planet from these events. Whether they be floods or hurricanes, tornadoes, what have you, there are massive numbers of people around the planet who are now homeless, Dina. Mm -hmm.
0: And Somalia is just one of many. And these are like, the numbers seem to get larger and larger every week with people that are displaced around the world.
1: Right. Well, this week we saw a rare tornado in Arizona mountains. And I'll just say this, tornadoes aren't unusual except when they're in places like Arizona. And that's what makes it very unusual is when you start to see these events show up in places that normally never have them. Now, uh, we had a torrential rainfall and flood damage in Iraq. So many of the streets in the Iraqi city of Erbil were submerged due to torrential rain and flooding this past week and have spilled into homes and local businesses. And it's just unreal, uh, some of the pictures. Now, if you want to see what I'm talking about, we have a Facebook page called End Times Floods. And since we can't go into a whole lot more detail, uh, we invite you to go over and look at the articles and things that we discuss on this show and you can go and read these articles and look at the pictures yourself and you'll be amazed. All right, so we also had a shallow 6.7 earthquake hit Vanatu. We had a powerful 6.0 earthquake strike, Maluku, Utara, Indonesia. So we're, we're seeing quite a lot of earthquakes in diverse places around the planet. And it's really increasing, I've noticed. Let's take a look. We had melting glaciers in Pakistan endanger mountain villages on the steep slope of a glacier jutting through the Hunza Valley in Pakistan's mountainous far north. Well, this actually plays into the whole discussion we had on the last show that uh, we're hitting record heat waves around the planet. The planet has now beaten former records of the hottest year in recorded history for uh, heat, and that includes the whole planet. And so no surprise the glaciers are melting all over the place. And you're going to hear more and more of this as time goes on. It's not going to be good because this is going to lead to things like drought and agricultural problems, which feeds into famine, which is also end time prophecy stuff. So it all goes hand in hand, everything that we see going on. Eurasia's tallest active volcano erupted in Russia's Kamchatka Peninsula with huge ash columns erupting from this active volcano this week, forcing authorities to close schools in two towns on Russia's sparsely populated Kamchatka Peninsula. And so we're seeing a whole lot of that kind of thing, too. Um, Let's take a look. Now, this is interesting. Italy had uh, 20 water spouts in a single day with three actually making landfall fortunately nobody was hurt and the last time I heard of an area having that many uh, water spouts that was up in uh, Lake Erie up near Ohio so this is
0: odd these kind of things going on well and but... Italy has had a lot of disasters lately
1: Oh, they've had all kinds of stuff. Now we've got water spouts, but they've had all sorts of things going on. They've had fires and floods, earthquakes, a storm. I mean, they've had it all. And so once again, they get this unusual activity. So they've really been battered. There's no question. We've talked about just the shock of what's going on in schools and students attacking each other. We talked about this recently with some other attacks but there is yet more we had a a junior high school student stabbed 14 times and jumped by 3 students while teachers literally stood around and finally it was a 13 year old boy who stepped in and actually literally saved this 14 year old girl who was in the midst of being stabbed a junior high student now the mother Ashley Wilson as along with her attorney Andrew Gold uh, were on television explaining this lawsuit against the school district for failing to prevent the attack they knew that there were some things happening and they did nothing to stop it and uh, this girl is just really fortunate although really has had a lot of struggles in recovering from gab wounds i mean she's even been going through plastic surgery it's just been awful but i mean this is demonic Dina
0: I mean they're so young oh I know I Dina's know just, I've met... I mean 14 or I'm sorry uh junior high and a 13 year old boy had to jump in there and save her and the teachers like what are they doing
1: well I there were rumors that the a student might have a knife and they didn't do anything and so they really dropped the ball. We're hearing this in a lot of school systems, that they're not taking charge when they should and protecting students. It's just a very scary time. No doubt, uh, Homeschooling's on the rise. And I think more power to people who turn to homeschooling. I've heard really positive things about it. And I think I've said this before in prior shows that we've done, but I this is how i feel about the whole thing with the students today have access to so much demonic material and so much demonic activity and influenced by so much evil uh parents you need to be in your kids business you absolutely need to do everything in your power to protect your children and you need to know what they're doing who they're with what they're doing online and who they're talking to online and you need to be right you know they talk about helicopter parents okay well whatever it takes whatever it takes it's better to be a helicopter parent with a live student than not right dina
0: that's right
1: it's it's what it's your responsibility and so you have to do it and and let god lead you in it that's right. right. Turn, turn your children over to the Lord. Uh, dedicate their lives to him, and you can't go wrong with that. Mm. And uh, the Bible says, uh, raise them up in the way they should go, and they will not depart from it. Right, Dana? That's
0: right. That's right.
1: Okay. A powerful earthquake of magnitude 7.2 occurred on the island of Mindanao in the Philippines. And, wow, I mean, that's a large earthquake, isn't it? It's huge yes we're hearing
0: a lot about the six and sevens in earthquakes
1: oh yeah the earthquakes are are quite substantial now uh on a regular basis all over the place i'm not in any one area i want to say that kenya is reeling from floods and they're even having just massive amounts of water If you want to see this, like I implore you to go over to End Times Floods on Facebook, check these things out. We had drone video showing massive landslides in Guatemala. And again, we have this Facebook called End Times Landslides. So you can go over there and check that out. We have several Facebook pages, and uh, we might go ahead and list those below. I just want to put a plug in for these pages because... The Lord put it on our hearts to create these pages years ago. Uh, We had no way to know that these events would start to escalate here as we're getting closer and closer to the Lord's return. And there was no way to know that when we set up these pages... That we would be filling them so much with events around the world. But that's the way God works. And so we implore you to check out these pages because it's just amazing what's going on. But we were talking about that huge earthquake. Here's another one. A very strong and shallow 7.1 earthquake hits the Mog Islands region in North Mariana Islands. Again, a really large earthquake, right?
0: Yes, that is a big earthquake.
1: Going to continue to cover these earthquakes. All right, well, Peru has had glaciers disappearing fast, and they announced this week that it lost more than half of its glacier surface during little more than half a century. So that's quite a bit. Also, The Guaiba River in Porto Alegre, Brazil, reached a historic water level of 9.8 feet on the morning of this past week. This marked the third highest flood level since 1941 following heavy rainfall across its contributing basins. I mean, this is unreal. We continue to hear about these events They say they have not recorded this kind of flooding except for the past uh, 80 years. And that's the other thing. We're seeing events all over the planet that are so big that people are saying, oh, this hasn't happened here in a century or a thousand years or ever, and this is what we're seeing A Pakistan village is under existential threat from flooding as well, and according to the Taiwan Plus News, it's because 2023, said to be the hottest year on record, and I mentioned that before, and a village located in Pakistan's high mountains facing daily reality of what they call a climate crisis. Well, we know the true climate crisis is a world that's turned its back to God, and that's why all this is going on, but I'll just leave it at that, right? Now, we want to mention that, just so you know, Russia's shut down the Zaporizhia nuclear plant. For safety fears, they're checking for boron concentration in their cooling circuit, which is below permitted limits, and no radioactivity has been detected in the secondary cooling circuit. So this is something that's going on. Now, this is a big deal because it's actually the largest uh, nuclear plant in the surrounding area, so in European area over there, this is a big plant. Russia moved in and took it over from uh, the Ukrainians, and now they're running it with a skeleton crew, which is not very comforting when you're talking about a six-reactor uh, nuclear plant. And so this is very serious what's going on there. But one to watch, Dina, for sure.
0: Absolutely. Okay, so-
1: Yeah, (laughs) really serious. I mean, these kinds of things, when you're talking nuclear, it's always serious. All right, well, here's another serious headline that we want to bring to light. The creation and use of artificial intelligence-controlled drones that can autonomously identify and attack human targets— is progressing quickly around the globe. Now, I want to say several nations, including the U.S., China, and Israel, are pursuing these weapons, also referred to as lethal autonomous weapons or killer robots, despite the ethical and legal objections voiced by opponents who fear that these weapons could seriously endanger humankind and global security, according to the New York Times. Now, numerous countries, including including Austria, reportedly want the UN to pass a legally binding resolution that would restrict or outlaw the use of AI killer drones. However, a number of countries, including the US, Russia, Australia, and Israel, are opposed to them and would rather see a non-binding resolution. And so a notice released earlier this year stated that the Pentagon intends to deploy thousands of AI-enabled drones. Reuters reported that U.S. Deputy Secretary of Defense Kathleen Hicks said in a speech in August that AI-controlled drone swarms would help the U.S. counter numerical advantage of China's People's Liberation Army in weapons and personnel. Okay, well, this is super serious, Dina when you start to have drones that are run by autonomous artificial intelligence which is literally when uh robots or things of that nature start to make decisions apart from human intervention you know when it comes to robots there are three main types and i'll just say real quick what they are there are robots that you can pre-program A plan for them there are robots that are actually uh, like remote remotely controlled by human beings and then there is this third option which makes them autonomous where you allow them to make decisions apart from human decision making intervention and this to me leaves things wide open for things like demonic possession just you know fatal flaws When you haven't got a human being involved in decision-making, especially when you're strapping weapons to these things, right? That's right. This is just about the end of, we're coming to the end of ourselves when we start to move into these arenas, I'll put it that way. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. All right. Well, we have also seen extensive flooding hit Democratic Republic of Congo, with nearly 1,500 homes destroyed or even damaged. And so this is a humanitarian crisis following extensive floods caused by ongoing torrential rains since the mid-November time period. The most severe impacts have been recorded in the eastern and northeastern regions, including Baraka City and Dungu Town, where thousands have been displaced and homes have been destroyed. Furthermore, destruction of approximately 700 houses has left around 7,000 people without shelter. And meanwhile, the Dungu town area, the overflowing rivers, have displaced. About 4,300 people and damaged 720 houses. And the loss of homes and livelihoods has plunged these communities into a state of emergency. All right, so this contributes to what I was talking about before with Somalia and some other areas of the world. We're seeing major, major homelessness. And when you have such large flooding and massive flooding going on, we're looking at this contributes to food famine. Because it takes away agricultural fields and things of that nature. And this is all playing into end times prophecy, like the third horse. Of the four horses of the apocalypse is food famine. And there's not any one thing that contributes to food famine because we're seeing both floods and drought around the planet and many other reasons for it. But boy, if you want to know more about this, we've got this wonderful page. It's called End Times Famine. And you can go over there and see for yourself what's going on. And it's mind-boggling how fast we're moving right into the pages of revelation dina and i'll just leave it at that and invite you to go over there boy this is another poke at vladimir putin now listen to this russia says it was caught off guard after country loses 76 planes russia has lost 76 passenger jets as a result of sanctions imposed by the west in response to president putin's war in the ukraine the country's transport minister, Vitelli Savlyev, said on Saturday, We were unexpectedly caught off guard. He said at the opening of an exhibition called Russia on the Move, state-run news agency RIA Novosti reported, In total, we lost 76 passenger jets. Newsweek has contacted Russia's foreign ministry via email for comment on Saturday, but Russia's aviation industry has been hit hard by the Western sanctions imposed over Putin's full-scale invasion of Ukraine. So the Russian-operated planes have been sanctioned by the U.S. government, and aircraft manufacturers have stopped delivering spare parts and new planes to the country. Not looking good, Dina. All this is going to lead to a point where Russia will, I believe, want to move into a position to uh, release itself from, from the antagonism it feels it's getting from the West. What do you think?
0: Yeah, it gives me a picture of poking a bear, you know, putting that Uh, bear in a corner and poking it, or even, you know, a bear with her cubs. You know, you don't want to get near a bear, a mama bear and her cubs. Right. That's that's how Putin is with his country and his military.
1: Well, and himself, right?
0: (laughs) And himself, and himself. That's right.
1: Yeah. Uh, We know how he treats his own people when they cross him. They disappear.
0: That's true. They fall out of buildings. They get poisoned. All kinds of disasters happen to them.
1: Right. And if you are over on our End Times Famine page, uh, you'll see information on this headline, Climate Crisis, Unprecedented Heat Wave Predicted for America's Heartland Threatening Agriculture and Water Supply. And so this past summer of 2023 was the hottest on record in the United States. But that might be just the beginning. According to a new research study, Middle America is on a path to unlivable heat. So that's a very interesting headline from MSN. Climate crisis. Unprecedented heat wave predicted for America's heartland threatening agriculture and water supply. Which is exactly how the Bible plays out. Uh, in the end, we see people thirsting and hungering, and that's right there in the Bible. And isn't it interesting how everything is culminating to uh, run head-to-head with the Bible? And I want to just make a, a statement about this. We have two projects that we have worked on and is available for anyone, and that is uh, Revelation for Beginners video series and also the Daniel for uh, Beginners video series, so if you're interested in doing a Bible study, uh, you can follow along with us as we study Daniel and Revelation line by line, and it's it's for beginners, uh, so you don't have to have any prior experience, but if you go into the book of Daniel and you study with us in there, you're going to see the prophet Daniel had predicted 145 predictions in history that literally did come to pass. Now, some of these predictions he made have not happened yet, but are for certain going to happen. I'm talking about end times things. And so if you want to know more about that, I implore you to go on over there and check those out. They're absolutely free and easy to follow along with. And so no reason anybody has to be uh, clueless about those two books of the Bible. Okay, well, let's get back here and see what else we got going on. We've got flooding in Brazil. So I, I'm telling you, this flooding's going on all over the place, Dina.
0: Just as it were in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man.
1: Right. Let's take a look at this one from Prophecy News Watch. US consumers are in very serious trouble as we finish out 2023. Uh, they're getting weaker, weaker, and weaker. And today, debt levels have risen to unprecedented heights. But thanks to roaring inflation, our standard of living has been steadily going down. Most Americans are working extremely hard, but they have very little to show for it. And now the latest economic downturn is really starting to bite. Layoffs are starting to surge again. Once thriving businesses are shutting down all over the nation, hunger and homelessness are exploding. And if economic conditions continue to deteriorate at this pace, what will things look like a year from now? So we can see that so much is going on around the world leading to homelessness, as we've spoken of before. It's just unbelievable what's happening But it does line up with Bible prophecy. This is, like I said, the third horse talks about famine and economic downturn. So everything is just sort of moving us along towards right to the culmination of tribulation, which the true church won't be here for, fortunately. And like I said, if you go into our Revelation for Beginners program, you're you're going to get a real understanding of how this all works. So I implore you to check that out. This is also upsetting. Hamas has executed three West Bank Palestinians for spying for Israel. And you know what, whether they actually were or not, uh, it's very dangerous for anyone who crosses Hamas and very sad situation that Israel is in, and we really need to pray for Israel. We need to pray hard for this situation. It's a very serious one, and we need to pray also for the innocent children involved on both sides of the fence. It's just horrendous what's going on over there. This is not a little war. This is a major, major war, and it's just very serious. And it definitely is playing into the section of the Bible. It talks about Israel being a cup of trembling to the whole world. That's exactly what we're seeing right here. Right, Dina?
0: Absolutely. Israel is becoming a cup of trembling, and she is also surrounded by her enemies. So, yep, biblical times. We're living it, you guys. Well, newly formed
1: Canada-EU digital partnership to promote digital ID counter disinformation... So Prime Minister Justin Trudeau has announced the launch of a digital partnership with the European Union to promote the interoperable use of digital credentials, counter disinformation, and cooperate on artificial intelligence. And so, uh, no doubt, this is not a good alliance. I mean, really and truly, anything that you see Justin Trudeau involved in is not going to be a good thing. Right, Dina?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, he's like a troublemaker.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I would say so. Just like a lot of these leaders from around the world, they're all working towards the mark of the beast technology as their end goal. Definitely... Christian should not want to be here for that, and you need to get your lives put together and surrendered to the Lord, because you don't want to be among the people left behind, or worse, caught in sudden destruction, which the Bible talks about. Now, I want to mention this, because this is just a travesty. A new report reveals that over 100,000 Christians have been murdered in Nigeria from ongoing persecution. And Nigeria has become a hotbed of Christian persecution with killings, land grabs, and other forms of rebuke, putting Bible believers in a truly precarious predicament. And this is from Jeff King, President of International Christian Concern and one of the world's most knowledgeable experts on religious freedom and persecution. uh, This, as told to CBN Digital, and his organization's recent 2023 Persecutors of the Year report explores the full scope of the problem. Most Americans have no idea what's going on in Nigeria, but imagine this. For the last 20 years, probably up to about 100,000 Christians have been murdered. King said three and a half million Christians, their lands have been taken from them and the government's pretty much done nothing. And so Dina, I think you can tell us a little bit more about, we have a, we have a Facebook page dedicated to this
0: topic, right? Uh, Yeah, we do have a page for this. It's End Times Christian Persecution on Facebook. And we have seen a rise in Christian persecution, which we're going to continue to see right now, but especially during the Great Tribulation. It's going to be massive Christian persecution and, you know, persecution of the Jewish as well. So on the Christian uh, Persecution Facebook page, you're going to see several different links in regards to this article, as well as other past articles, um, you know, because it's, it's not just happening in Nigeria. It's happening, happening in North Korea. It's happening in Pakistan. There are even some incidences not on the level that it's happening in these other countries, but there is Christian persecution here in America and discrimination. And we don't hear about it a lot because we have a different type of media here in the U.S., but it is happening And so you'll be able to see those articles also on the End Times Christian Persecution page on Facebook as well.
1: Okay, well, thanks for that info. Let's look at another page that we do. On Facebook, it's called End Times Mass Animal Deaths. And this week, we've posted information on Ohio egg farm slaughters over 1.3 million chickens amid bird flu spread. That's a lot of chicken in the pot for Americans in the Ohio area. And I'll tell you what, uh, you'll find this headline over on our end-time famine page as well. And to go along with it, Japan detects season's first bird flu case and they have called 40,000 birds in Japan so what you're hearing me say is if they detect a bird with bird flu apparently they just go in and kill millions of them or thousands so that's a lot of uh, food loss right
0: yeah it leads us right back to famine
1: exactly just another uh, thing that's, you know, causing us to move towards that uh, that Bible prophecy. Okay, well, let's take another look at a big event going on in the news this week. World's biggest iceberg starts moving for first time in decades, and it could cause some serious problems. So the world's largest iceberg has moved for the first time in 30 years after finally freeing itself ...from the ocean floor near Antarctica, and it could end up causing problems for wildlife. It fell off the greater glacier on the continent from the western side of the Rana Ice Shelf... ...and floated in the Weddell Sea before it ended up caught on the ocean floor in 1986. But the piece of ice is the size of 1,500 square miles. It weighs nearly a trillion metric tons... And Dina, get this. It's about three times the size of New York City.
0: Wow. Now that's
1: one big iceberg, is it not?
0: It certainly is. Okay, well,
1: this has, you know, along with what we're seeing in Peru and other countries of their glacial melting, we're starting to see the effects of these superheated planets that we're now witnessing. Now, that's not to say we're not having snow on the planet, but overall, the planet is ultimately heating up, and it's not a good thing at this point. And it won't be, because the Bible says in tribulation, a third of the planet's going to burn up. So there's going to be some seriously horrible things happening uh, during the seven-year tribulation period. Like I said, if you want to know more about this, go over to our Revelation for Beginners program. Headline we've got here, there's been a mass exodus from the Ukraine. Hundreds of thousands fleeing. And so since the eruption of war in Ukraine February 2022, at least 650,000 draft-age men have fled Ukraine, according to official data published by the BBC using statistics from Eurostat. And furthermore, there could potentially be an additional number of unaccounted men residing illegally in Western Europe. So that's a bunch of people, is it not?
0: Yes, it is. Absolutely.
1: And I want to just mention something about when I was in Russia and I noted that the people have, they're assigned by the government, very small apartments, like a family can have like just literally a small two-bedroom apartment. Now, if you have one child, that's manageable. If you have two, it could be manageable. But if you start to have a large family and you have that size apartment, it gets cumbersome. And so a majority of Russians are avoiding having children just because they have limitations on this. So what is this leading to? I believe it's leading to Russia having smaller populations of troops for their war. And so what would be the outcome of that? Well, the outcome is then Putin and his colleagues are going to be looking more seriously towards ICBMs and weapons of mass destruction to do their defense work if their, if their population's dwindling. What do you think, Dina?
0: Yeah, I think you're right on the money there. I think and you're that's right. not yeah. a good
1: look for the West.
0: No, because he's got lots and lots of missiles that can reach here in minutes.
1: Exactly. And one called the meteorite that they claim nobody can stop, right?
0: That's right. And then they don't forget their Satan 1 and 2.
1: Right. Right. Okay, well, I don't know for anybody who's been watching or paying attention, but besides rocket science and brain surgery, Elon Musk is involved in the production of robots. And he calls them Tesla bots, but this headline says they are officially ahead of Boston Dynamics robots as far as their capability. So this whole robot thing is increasing and gaining speed. And, you know, I think it's very troublesome that people are putting so much effort into robots. You know, like I said, humanity is really just about at the end of itself at this point. There's just so much evil. And that's just God being long-suffering. And he won't be long-suffering forever. There will be a limit to how much he will tolerate. I think that has to do with the weakest of our culture. He's not going to go on allowing babies, elderly, and other people to continue to be abused. I believe that he's going to turn a corner here pretty soon. And so the church needs to wake up. They really do. Okay, well, let's take a look. We've got central Greece flooded I mean, it's just, it's all over the place, Dina.
0: Yes, everywhere. All right.
1: I know. It's just, and the pictures are just staggering. A mud volcano destroys a harvest in Taiwan. Again, go over to food famine, end times food famine or famine to see what's going on there. We had a tornado come for a town in Michoacan recently running avocado crops and leaving many wondering what just happened. The tornado formed late Tuesday afternoon in western Michigan. After passing through a rural area, residents attacked the tornado with hail cannons to try to reduce its damage. Avocado crops have been destroyed by tornado, and I guess it took them by surprise, but... Oh, I see. We're having all kinds of stuff like this. And northern Mexico got snow this past week. How often do you hear about that?
0: Not a lot. I mean, I don't hear about it.
1: No, not even, right? That's really not normal. No. (laughs) Okay, uh, we had China confront a U.S. warship. As tensions grow over a flashpoint, they claim they drove a U.S. warship from waters, it claims, in the South China Sea at the weekend and accused the United States of being the biggest destroyer of peace and stability in the region, fighting words from China. And Hey, Kim Jong-un's back in the news. No surprise, he likes to stay busy. uh, With spy satellites targeting U.S. military bases raising alarm. So North Korea's recent satellite launch has raised international concerns and was closely inspected by Kim Jong-un. And here's what he says, is that his activity is watching things like the Pentagon, White House, and other major military areas of high intelligence that they're watching there with their new satellites. So not a good look uh, because they're not to be trusted At any point in time, right?
0: No, they cannot be trusted.
1: Right. And here's something interesting. Latvian President Edgars Rinovich has commented on the head of Ukraine's Foreign Intelligence Service, reporting that Russia might be preparing for a future attack on the Baltic states.
0: I can see that happening.
1: Oh, wow. So... Again, more evidence that World War III is mounting up. Okay, so we're going to begin to see a lot of things in the coming weeks and days, perhaps. But we definitely be, as Christians, need to be watching for the Lord at all times. Well, according to these news headlines, the sea is eating up part of Turkey, and it's because their land is being engulfed by floods and storms. So, storm winds of 205 kilometers blew away houses and cars. They had a powerful tornado devastate a Turkish city. The tornado was in Dalaman of Mugla province. Okay, now, Dina, here's something else I want to mention. I definitely want to mention this. Mecca, which is in Dubai has seen incredible flooding. The pictures are absolutely shocking. I have not seen anything like this in my life. I am telling you, it's not a little water. It's like rivers of water filling the area of Dubai, specifically Mecca. Have you seen some of these clips?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty crazy stuff.
1: It's it's mind-boggling, and... We've got to remember, this is a desert region, but they're turning into a giant river. We also had rocks from the sky over India, giant hail hitting areas of India. That is also unheard of. We continue to see destruction in places like China. Uh, Again, they've had extensive flooding damage, uh, with China having rivers burst into the area. Just Amazing stuff like this. Well, Dina and I can hardly do this report without bringing this story to people. This is a, there was a power cut for half a million people with four dying in one of the worst storms in a hundred years in Crimea. Can you believe this?
0: That's, uh, Russia took over that territory. So that's interesting.
1: Oh yeah. One of the worst storms in a hundred years hit this Crimean Peninsula this week, Oleg Kryuchov, an advisor to Peninsula's Russian governor, said 498,000 people in Crimea have been left without electricity due to extreme weather, citing data from the Russian company, the Ukrainska Pravda reports. So that's tragic. That's uh, more Amazing end time activity here. Now, this headline also goes along with uh end times famine on Facebook. The UN reveals a roadmap for Americans to cut back on meat consumption. Meat consumption. Now, that's just what we need, right? Products with ground-up bugs and fake meat, 3D meat. Okay, that's what they want. And Wow, this is turning out to be crazy place, as some people would call it, clown world, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I doubt if you're going to find 3D meat and bugs on uh, their plates, the WEF, they're going to be eating meat for sure and regular food. They only have this in mind for everyone else, right?
0: That's right.
1: Well, we had an earthquake uh, measuring a healthy 5.6 magnitude, uh, which rocked several islands near Alaska this week. The tremors were felt across the Fox Islands in the volcanic Aleutian Islands chain this past week. So we know there's a lot going on with these earthquakes and these tremors all over the planet. And here's another thing that Italy's been having a lot of is volcanic activity from two volcanoes, including they had one roaring back to life with a major eruption, and that was Mount Etna there in Italy. We had a three-story building collapse in Sochi as Black Sea cities battle a fierce Hurricane this week, a harrowing scene unfolded in Lou Micro District of the Lazarevsky District of Sochi, Russia, as three-story buildings succumbed to the relentless assault of powerful hurricane. The catastrophic event captured on film by a brave eyewitness depicted the structure being engulfed and ultimately collapsing under the force of surging waves. Okay, so this was uh, the Black Sea area affecting cities such as Sochi, Crimea, Sevastopol, and other areas uh, around that surrounding area. Now, just so you know, for any of these articles that we have, and you like to know more about what we're talking about, we have a page called End Times News Report. And thanks to our uh, admin over there, Rebecca, you can count on seeing a whole lot of what we talk about on this show over at that page. So if you want more than what we're talking about, you want more detail, if something in, you're finding intriguing, you can sure head over there to Facebook, and Times News Report. Check it out, and you'll be able to see a lot of the articles that we discuss on this show, if you want to get more specifics. So uh that's a great page. And we've got uh we've got about thirty thousand followers over there right now. So it's a good number of people that check out what we're doing over there. Now we have powerful explosions at Anak Krakato volcano in Indonesia this week. The volcano has since produced numerous explosions. With ash columns reaching heights up to 7,000 feet above sea level, and officials are urging residents to stay away at least 3.1 miles from the volcano. So, again, it leads us to the question, why do people live near volcanoes, right?
0: Yeah, it's a little dangerous to be living that close to a volcano.
1: Right. Now, Eastern Europe is still grappling with the aftermath of Storm Bettina. It's a severe snowstorm that rapidly intensified over the Black Sea and has impacted that area of the world with widespread damage and at least 16 fatalities, 12 missing in Eastern Europe after rapid intensification of this storm. I think everybody's getting hit all over the planet. And uh, back to earthquakes, we had a 6.5 hit this week near the north coast of Papua New Guinea. Again, these are happening all over the planet, not small earthquakes either, good size ones. Now, I want to talk about Gururat, India, and I'm not too good at pronouncing that, but uh, they had a lightning strike claimed 24 lives in the western Indian state. They experienced severe thunderstorms, lightning strikes resulting in 24 deaths, and approximately 25 injuries. So isn't that unbelievable? This happened this week. All this is happening in one week. It's just unreal.
0: It's interesting how these lightning strikes um, in the last couple of years have been affecting more and more people. Right. What do they say? Right. Lightning doesn't strike twice in the same place, you know? But right when it strikes, it's, it's striking. It's hurting a lot of people and animals.
1: Well... Yes, and uh, we've seen, like, mass numbers of animals dying in lightning strikes uh, in many occasions, and it's shocking. And, okay, no pun intended, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, it's been more than two weeks since residents from Icelandic fishing village were evacuated from their homes over extreme seismic activity. Since November 10, tens of thousands of earthquakes and tremors have hit this peninsula. We're talking about Grindavik, the area in Iceland, with these earthquake swarms. And the pictures are mind-boggling. So, if you want to see more about this, we have a page called N Times Giant Earth Cracks. And, you know, very much the same sort of thing is happening in Brazil. It's just amazing to see these giant roads cracking up. It just, it's, so go over there, check that page out, and you'll be shocked and amazed. Now, I want to talk about something called Pestilence, which we have a page for that. It's called End Times Pestilence. But thousands of plagued rats attack the fishing town of Karumba in Australia as their corpses accumulated in the water and on the beach. The flood of disease-ridden rodents attacked cars and buildings, destroyed crops, while another eyewitness said that about 350 kilometers south of Karumba, millions of rats are lying on the roads, leaving locals in panic. And so some of these headlines are out-of-control rat plague spreads in port towns across northeastern australia rat attacks on cars crops and homes residents horrified after aussie fishing town comes alive with rats thousands of dead rats washing up on shores of small coastal town small town inundated overnight by dead drowned rats and a stinky showdown australian battles rat invasion
0: oh that's definitely pestilence would
1: would not want to be there (laughs) That is horrible. No. The thought of that is, it's just mind boggling. Okay, well, every now and then I like to get back and take a look at what's going on in Japan with Fukushima. Now, we know that a decade ago, a massive tsunami crashed into Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant with three of its reactors melting down, leaving it looking like a bombed-out factory. We have known that they have been storing contaminated water that they used to cool down these nuclear plants, and then they housed them in the area. Well, they had gotten to the point... That in 2022, they've been doing this since March 11 of 2011, and by the way, that earthquake was a 9.0, if you wanted to know, but the Tokyo Electric Power Company, which is known as TEPCO, had about 900 tons of melted nuclear fuel remain inside the three damaged reactors, and its removal was a daunting task, or has been. They claim it will take 30 to 40 years, okay? with these melted cores. And the water has accumulated in Olympic-sized pool tanks. I would say there's about a thousand huge tanks crowding the plant with contaminated water. But they say they are now treating it and releasing it into the ocean, okay? And so these tanks can store about 1.37 million tons storage capacity. And they said they would be completely full in 2022. Well, now we're in 2023. And last spring, I think this uh, show reported that they decided to release their first release of what they call treated water into the ocean. And let me mention, the ocean is not static, it's dynamic. So that means this water goes into the ocean, it moves all over the planet. Well, they just finished, Dina, releasing their third 7,800-ton batch this week. So Monday's completion of the release of the third batch of wastewater brings a total up to 23,400 tons of so-called treated contaminated water from these tanks they've been storing, off-storing this stuff in, that would only empty about 10 of the approximately 1,000 storage tanks at the Fukushima plant site because of its continued production of wastewater. I mean, you have to understand that even as they release the so-called treated water into our ocean, they continue to create wastewater day after day after day as they have to flush these plants out, right? So here's the deal. My question, the question is raised as, well, they claim experts have given the approval on this. I'm here to tell you, I don't think they had any other alternative. They were absolutely out of space with no other option. And so they've said that it's safe to intermingle this water into our oceans Now, the question you have to ask yourself is if they were storing that many tanks of water and they're completely out of space, is the water that they're releasing into the ocean really that safe? What do you think, Dana?
0: No, I don't think it's safe. I don't think it's safe at all. It's nuclear. How can it be safe?
1: No, no. I think the fact that they continue to store these tanks And their attempt over the last decade to figure out what to do failed because at one point they even created what they thought might help the situation. They built an ice wall. They claimed that was their absolute ditch effort to stop the leaking of this plant. And it failed. It failed and it did not work. And so now they have... uh, resorted to moving this polluted water into the oceans. It's created a lot of havoc because nearby countries such as South Korea and China are furious about this and even the area of Japan because the fishermen and people who make their money from calling animals from the sea for sale Feel that it's going to damage their business and ultimately uh, wreck their hope for a future. So this is like a big, unbelievable thing. And, you know, it's so big, but I want to say it's the biggest non-news event of this uh, decade. What do you think, Dina? <laughs> it's a huge event that nobody's talking about.
0: You're right. Nobody is talking about it. And it's I mean so dangerous for our health.
1: We're absolutely hearing nothing about it. It's it's become almost a tiny mention on the back of the page. and But at the same time, this is a horrendous thing that's going on. It's not going to end well. And I think it's going to contribute to a lot of problems. Everything from even... Uh, we're talking about the destruction of the whole ocean population. Okay, well... I think I'm going to end it with this and uh, just say that these events that we've been mentioning are leading to what the Bible said would happen, that everything that's going on is exactly as Jesus Christ said it would be, and I implore you to turn your life back to the Lord, and if this is not awakening you, I certainly hope you reconsider And so I'm going to turn this back to Dina. Thank you for coming and listening. Please share our reports with others.
0: Yes, you guys. Please do share so that people know the signs of the times that we are living in right now and how very close Jesus is to coming, which is imminent. He can come at any time. So you want to make sure that you're ready. You want to make sure that your hearts are right with Christ. Your life is right with Christ. You've surrendered to him completely You've asked him for forgiveness of your sins. You've repented of your sins, which means to turn away. You've forgiven anybody who needs to be forgiven in your life because God said that, um, you know, if we don't forgive others and he will not forgive us. So that's important to do. And, uh, you know, get into the word of God. Tell people about Jesus. Talk to God every single day. Get involved in a Bible-believing church that believes that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and get baptized by water just as Jesus was baptized by water. And with that said, uh, back to the original comment Yes, share the videos, like the videos so that they can appear in the algorithms, and also uh, come and visit us. We've got these videos on Susan's channel, Marriage Supper of the Lamb Ministries on my channel, Dina Amelia Calmetta. We're also on Rumble with Jesus 24 seven and also, um, Dina Amelia Calmetta with CWW7 News. We're also on Shoot. We are everywhere, you guys. We also have it in podcast at Apple, Google, and Spotify. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter, and I'm going to go ahead and include some of those links that Susan mentioned with the Facebook pages, the many, many, many Facebook pages that uh, her ministry has. It's just incredible. You know, she's got like over 150 pages. So anything you want to know about End Times, you know, go and visit Susan. She's got it all. Uh, In addition to that, Susan has a fairly new website, endtimesprophecycatalog.com, and the address there is right on the screen. She's got uh, books. Susan is an author, so go check out her books. You can download them for free right off the site, or if you choose, you could give back to uh, the ministry. All proceeds go back to the ministry. But you can buy, you know, a nice hard copy on, or I'm sorry, a paper co- paperback copy on Amazon. I think it's very cheap, like maybe a dollar or two or whatever. And the proceeds go right back into the ministry. But yeah, go check out her website, check out her books. She's got a lot of information on her website. Um, there's even a little tutorial on how to utilize the website. So lots of good information. And I want to thank you all, and Susan, Susan, thank you so much for sharing all of these very uh, extraordinary headlines as they pertain to Bible prophecy, and thank you to the audience for tuning in and sitting with us for this hour and listening to all of these biblical prophecies coming alive right before our very eyes. And uh, Susan, is there anything else you'd like to add?
1: Yeah, I'd like to say uh, just put a couple plugs in for some of our projects. We have also the End Time Signs in the Skies page with a lot of amazing things going on over there. That's on Facebook. We had a million views this last month. So, you know, we've got a lot of activity there. We've got a community group called Rapture Is Very Soon. We thank all you guys for jumping on there. You're going to see Dina and I doing posts over there. We've got 172,000 members. Uh, come join us. It's a great group. And I also want to mention, I, uh, Dina mentioned the website. Uh, we're probably uh, one of the few ministries where we're trying to give stuff away we're trying to give our books away our Bible study programs and videos are all free come on over there and take advantage uh, a lot of freebies but not just uh, books but bi- great Bible studies Song of Solomon is one of my favorites so anyway we'll give it back to you Dina have a great week everybody
0: yes thank you again Susan and for all of you we want to hear from you so please do leave your comments below this video And thank you again for tuning in. God bless everyone and stay safe.